0: Going on, everyone. Welcome to episode 26 of the Big Fly Pod with your co hosts Kyle May. Christian Myers, who's currently gonna join the episode, maybe. We'll see. We'll see if he cares. And then uh myself, Ty Lewin. We uh a little bit of a delay in uh, you know, our commitment, our contractual commitment of an episode per week has kind of gone a little dim. But the boys have had a lot going on. Uh, Kyle, let's get a little bit into your uh, softball coaching career that's uh, begun. Tell us a little bit about it, dude.
1: Yeah, softball season just finished up. Um, sorry, first off, hello, everybody. Good to, good to talk to you guys again. Mm-hmm. Um, so a softball coaching career is off to a good start. Um, just finished up with our season. I was just telling Ty before we started the episode. Uh, last game was on Monday. We finished 8-1. and one. So we were a little bit of a juggernaut, not to brag, but we were we were pretty pretty good squad. No big deal or anything. There's been clamorings about possibly manager of the year. That's what I've been hearing. Wow. But um, yeah, no, they had a good season. Stats Um, don't lie. Stats don't lie. Really good season Um, overall. Like I said, eight and one, so it was successful. I had a great group of kids, so really enjoyed it along the way. And again, we just finished up that a couple weeks ago or a couple days ago. So round up on the
0: team when the season ended
1: just be you matt naggy you know just be you back of the play sheet <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh christian is uh currently being a lawyer i don't understand that commitment or what whatever that looks like but hopefully here's this part of the episode um i've i've encountered my first snake attack not snake attack but rattlesnake encounter here in arizona yeah. approximately Two and a half hours ago, I go outside. My garbage can—I'm rolling in the garbage cans, just like a you know good old you know suburban kid. I pull the trash can in and go put it aside, and then I go back out to grab the recycle bin, and there is a rattlesnake on the ground. So, I call Abby out, my fiance. Everyone. She comes on out. We we have a discussion, little team huddle. Hey, how are we gonna handle this? How do we manage a rattlesnake? Because we never had to. And uh, we came to the conclusion that we did Google search. Uh uh rattlesnake catchers near me, I think I did rattlesnake, like you know, service. Um, guy calls me. He says, I'll be here. I call him. I said, hey, I have this rattlesnake in my front yard. And he tell me, he's like, all right, I'm going to be there in about 30 minutes. And he all of a sudden, he yells, do not let anyone kill that rattlesnake. And I said, you know, man, honestly, my biggest thing right now is, one, I don't want to get killed. Two, I don't want a dog or uh, a kid or anyone to get bit. So I'm going to keep my eyes on this thing. So Abby and I end up having about 30 minutes of standing outside Watching this snake start from the front of our house, then all of a sudden just wakes up and just starts to slide across the street under these garbage cans. Guy pulls up in this lime green Jeep at beautiful Jeep gets out of the car. He's got a rattlesnake tattoo all the way down his forearm. So I was like, this guy's real deal and uh he goes over puts a he goes over literally i'm not kidding you dude he literally goes over he pushes the trash can up looks and goes yep so that's a whatever rattlesnake he said you saw a little rattler on there it was pretty cool
1: mm-hmm. Yep. um
0: and he goes this will be easy so he goes over to his car he grabs a bucket he opens the bucket and a bag in the bag it looks like he has another snake in the bag that he puts in another bag I I can't confirm or deny those sources, but then he takes these two large gloves, like twice the size of oven mitts, and takes this like little hook thing, and he hooks it, grabs it with his hand. The thing is going bananas. It's like, or it's not really the rattlesnake sound. It's like, you know,
1: (laughs) close enough, close enough.
0: Puts it in the bucket and then closes the bucket, right? So then he ends up putting it into his car. And Abby goes, "Hey, your tattoo's really cool. I want to hear more about it." And he goes, "Well, there's there's a crazy story. It's like, yeah, no, no, no way you're about to have a crazy story, man. You know, let alone the fact that you just picked up a rattlesnake and put it in a bucket and you're telling me where you're gonna go with it. I don't know, but tells me the guy got hooked up with this like photographer who takes like wild like reptile photos across the world." So he flew to Costa Rica with this guy. The locals helped him figure out where to go. Gets the snake, comes back. As he's coming back, there's four rangers. So the locals set him up. So these four rangers end up taking him and putting him in Costa Rican jail. And so he ended up spending time in Costa Rican jail. I'm not kidding you dude. This was like I mean, this was a traumatic experience in my life.
1: That this is just, wild dude yeah, so i I'll tell you snakes are like one of the top three biggest fears of mine. So it was
0: horrifying dude. I'd be like
1: shit in my pants if that was if that was me.
0: It was the most horrifying thing I've ever experienced because watching that thing, so first off, it's sitting there, right? So what I learned about the rattlesnake, that particular rattlesnake is that it wants to be under cover. And if and it wants to use and he wants to go under camouflage. And so when I had opened, when I would taken the trash can off of there, it sat there. It didn't move. And so Abby and I were out there. and I'm like, I, I don't know if it's dead. Like, I can't tell if it's dead or whatnot. And all of a sudden, I just see its neck just start to go like this. And I was like, Abby, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can wait 30 minutes with this thing. Because like, you yeah. guys, like I need you to wait there. Cause I asked him, I said, you know, what's your rate? I won't say the rate online here, but I go, well, what if the thing, <laughs> what if the thing slithers away? You know, like that, you, <laughs> you remember the video of the guy who was like, I'm a slurdy little snaky snake. you know? What yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So this thing just slithers away. Like, what do I do? Right. Like what happens? Do I pay the fee? Do I pay half the fee? Do I pay like a, you know, like, do I have to reimburse you for your gas? Like, how does this work? Um, and then it turns out my parents knew of a guy who was free in the area that could have taken care of it. So that's how my night's going. But I I paid for an experience. So, so I, Kyle, I can see you coming out to Arizona here fairly soon. Absolutely. Let's get into baseball, dude. We're, go- we're going with a no notes episode.
1: No notes. No we're notes. Cold turkey, as they say.
0: Cold turkey rolling into this. Baseball is in this interesting pattern of you had the first 20 games of guys and, uh you know, teams that really showed out. You think about like the Pirates. I think about uh, like the Diamondbacks. I think about, of course, the Tampa Bay Rays and other teams as well. Um, some teams have consistently fallen off. Some teams have started to rebound. Uh, Some players have started to come and rebound as well. Um, We've run into a bunch of different stuff, you know, from prospects being called up, uh, you know, like Cubs prospects, Matt Mervis, uh, Christopher Morrell. He was up last year, but he's back up. Uh, Yuri Perez for the Marlins is getting his call up. That's coming up this Friday. He's sick. He's nasty. He's going to be a really, really interesting arm to watch. I grabbed him in fantasy baseball. Hope to God that helps. Um, but overall, man, I know, I, I know, Kyle, you've been busy, so baseball's been tough to watch. Um, I think we just start with both our teams, dude. I mean, the White Sox. Mm-hmm. While I know you're down, I know you're down. I know everyone wants to. Um, I, I think everyone's selling the team, right? I think majority of White Sox fans have sold the team.
1: Yeah, hundred percent,
0: hundred percent. If 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 you're sitting in if you're sitting in the seat of of Jerry Reinsdorf, and you're having to have a conversation with general manager – what's his name again? Rickon. Rickon. What are you doing? Uh,
2: now, I let mean, me get you would... this.
0: I, I will tell you this. You, you, you cannot pick full rebuild. You can't go full okay. rebuild because yeah. that's just – you can't do that because you have – I think you still have enough talent to do something. Yeah. So what are you doing for this team right now? Are you firing Cairo? Are you are you looking at maybe some trades that could be a little bit of like a hey, let's take a break this year, look towards next year? Like what are you doing?
1: Yeah. So I think when you look like at the overall blame of what's went wrong, I think you can point the finger at just about anybody. You can point the fingers at the GM, you can point the finger on the players because the players not have performed. You can point it at the owner too for being, you know not spending money where he probably should you know so there's a lot of different ways where you can blame what's been going wrong to answer your question of how to like solve it or how to go forward I think like definitely a retooling is definitely in order I think you can trade guys who maybe aren't under control for a long amount of time who you can get stuff for on a season like this where the White Sox are bad we'll probably be selling at the trade deadline and you'll have guy and you'll have teams who'll be ready to you know ready to buy at the deadline. Guys like Lucas Giolito, um, guys even like Michael Kopech, I could see them moving. I know he's like he's young he's still really talented, yep. but he hasn't kind of showed out like everyone thought he was going to. It's been kicked around. Maybe dealing Dylan deal C's. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, I think he's still got top of the rotation stuff and he's going to be good for a long time. So I would like to see him stick around. Um, but I mean, they got guys that they can move. Tim Anderson is going to be a free agent soon, possibly looking to move him. Um, you know, we'll see what the shortstop market looks like on the trade deadline. Who's in the market for a shortstop? But um, yeah, man, I don't know. Definitely a retooling. They have pieces in place that they can build around. I would definitely build around Luis Robert. I would definitely build around Moncada, um, even. You know, even though he gets hurt a lot, he's still, beginning of the season has showed out. I think he's still got a, a lot of good years in him. So,
0: yeah. Because, like, you look right now, you know, guys you have for the long haul. Andrew Vaughn, you still have Dylan Cease. for uh, He has ARB the next two years after this, UFA in 2026. So you do not – there's no reason, no reason to trade that, especially if you're going to gain value towards his 2025 season where you Agreed. can potentially trade him if things don't work out. And then, like, Lucas Giolito, who just simply, in my opinion, has um, – you know, he so he went from – I don't want this to turn into a whole White Sox episode, as I know that you don't necessarily want to probably talk about them the entire time. But in my opinion, I look at Lucas Giolito and I'm saying I'm looking at his next year. I hope teams give him only a one-year deal for a prove-it year because he's gone from like he went he went really big last year, right? He went like big, like I'm gonna put on muscle, I'm gonna be bigger, I'm gonna I'm gonna stature out from what I have originally done, where he was so successful in that 2020. Uh, uh, 2021 season and then this year he's gone back to what he originally did and I think he's just trying to build back up to that so I don't know if I'm the Sox. I mean why not give him one year deal
1: right yeah and then yeah
0: he's not gonna he's not gonna require probably hell he might not require more than uh Clevenger
1: yeah, for sure. And there's been talks about them moving him at the deadline, even if he he's had a couple of good starts recently. So if okay. he continues if he continues to pitch well, you know his stock will go up. So maybe selling high on him is kind of the thought. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I definitely agree with you. A one year a deal would be you know kind of ideal what he would be looking at, just because he's been so up and down in his career. Um, so yeah, I 100 percent agree with that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm also seeing something interesting as well. It looks like Tim Anderson. And I, I thought he was a free agent as well. He's got a club option.
1: Club option for next year, yeah. But do With, you think... Uh, so their top prospect, Colson Montgomery, he's in yep. A, rising shortstop. The thought is Jerry Reinsdorfer is not going to want to pay Tim Anderson big money. So probably not going to... Maybe pick up that club option, but definitely won't re-sign him long-term. It's kind yeah. of the thought. Oh, it
0: looks like we have uh, someone joining the pot. We have our first... Mid-pod join while recording, ready to go. The lawyer, the attorney, the man who's ready to set the table, Christian Myers. Christian, what's there going is. on?
2: What is up, boys? What? We are
0: we are mid-pod right now. No notes episode. Sponsored by Canadian Light. No notes episode. We're rolling through the league right now. Just talking, talking shop, dude. Talking shop. By the way for a guy who thought his fantasy league team was going to be terrible 5 and 0 oh, care to comment
2: dude i know i don't know how it's come together like this i think i'm going to finally get my first loss this week it's 10 to 2 right now and i'm on the back end but we 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 pulled together a pretty solid solid year so far
0: yeah do you think it's just a you know sort of a bunch of guys who were doubted and decided to come together and really make something happen and started kind of like the Pittsburgh Pirates
2: kind of like the Pittsburgh Pirates we were hot for a while and you're right it was it was a lot of guys that people were surprised that got picked in certain places but we've been making it work as a squad and just playing together as one hell yeah that's awesome
0: well, Christian, what we've been doing, today, we talked a little bit of White Sox, went into a little bit of like where Kyle's at. You know, I told him, I said, you can't go full rebuild, which was the, the game of this episode. You can't go full rebuild. You can't say everything's staying the same. What are you doing? Talked about a few players. But Christian, anybody around the league right now, just from your standpoint, that from the last time we talked has really surprised you?
2: Um, did you guys hit the Diamondbacks yet? We have not. I was we hoping you we were going to bring them up. Okay. Yeah, the Arizona Diamondbacks are a team who was hot to start. Weren't too sure if they were going to be able to stay hot, but Christian Walker, the last week and a half, has been going off and keeping that team rolling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, 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 Diamondbacks are so sweet. Cause it's like all you're going to have now moving forward is just a young roster and you're not going to, they're not going to sign any big time free agents or anything like that. Maybe they will, but you just have a team that's full of guys. You have Zach gallon who borderline is a, is the number one pitcher in all of baseball. I'd put him up there against anybody right now. The guy is absolutely dialed in. Uh, Walker Bueller said the other day, he goes, I, I wouldn't want to face that guy right now. Um, and you look across the division and I mean, they're fighting against the Padres and the Dodgers and the Dodgers are, you know, while people want to talk about, wow, they're having an outstanding year. They could fall off at any point as well. You know, uh, they, they just got a couple of guys right now, young rooks that are super, super hot uh, like James Outman and, uh, and other guys. So we'll see, we'll, we'll be interested to see that. But if I'm looking at the central division, let's start with, let's go with the NL central right now. Uh, my cubbies are, they're just a weird team, man. Uh, stat the other day, they were when they were facing the Marlins in their series. It's like the Marlins were like eleven and zero in one run games, and the Cubs are like two and ten. So that won't help you. Uh, but the Cubs two and a half back. Pirates have fallen off completely. Uh, one of nine in the last ten, just simply not figuring it out. Uh, a team that everyone was super excited about and, ex- and really uh, interested to see how they went. Um, the Brewers, you know, keep status quo. And then the Cardinals have uh, just taken two of three at Wrigley. Um, Not my favorite series to watch in any form and watching Wilson Contreras act like a, you know, I don't. Can I say I hate the guy now? Is that weird? Is that bad? Am I am I a fake fan? Like, I I don't know. Did you guys see this? I I think you should hate him. He's a joke. He's annoying. I mean, it's like, dude, like. All you wanted was Wrigley really to do all this, and then you're gonna act like a villain. And it's like, dude, you can't really act like a villain when you just lost your starting catching spot because you can't learn how to handle the
2: pitchers. Do you guys yeah. have anything to say there? Well, didn't he um didn't didn't he like thank all the fans and stuff or no? no he didn't thank me though. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Well, Wilson, where are we at with that? Yeah,
0: exactly. But either way, I, I just. I find it hilarious. He's like, okay, dude, Like, here's my whole thing. If I were to put stock into a player absolutely just tanking after this series, I'm going to make a cold, hard fact here. Cold, hard fact sponsored by uh, Ice Atlantic. Wilson Contreras is about to go on the coldest streak possible because he decided that he wanted to have his best series of the year in Chicago because he can't have it anywhere else. Because he decided to be – because the Cubs recognized that, like, this guy is not a good defensive catcher. Didn't I say that, Christian? Mm -hmm. I said that. I said he's not a good defensive catcher. That is why the Cubs didn't re-sign him. And now he gets all pissy, and then he comes to Chicago and thinks he's going to have this massive, you know, outroar. And it's like, dude, like, we're all happy for you. Congratulations on the ring. Like, you were a huge component of that. But now it's like, dude, just, like, stop trying to be like this. Like, you're not a Cunha – um you're, you're not any of these other absolute superstars stop acting like you're you know somebody like i it just it flustered me and he's probably gonna have an mvp season now but I, i'm over it I'm, I'm just it flustered me boys i'm a little flustered
1: okay i can't tell can't tell at all i figured
0: <laughs> but <laughs> the cincinnati reds ellie de La cruz fairly soon is what i'm hearing Fairly soon. Could be electric. Uh, and the Cardinals are in last. That's all I have to say about that division. Atlanta. Atlanta is off to one of the best starts in the history of uh, of their organization. The Marlins and Mets are still, and, and the Phillies, of course, are still hanging around a little bit. The Nats are sort of out of it. Did you guys check? Uh, Verlander just had an absolute stunning, uh, outstanding start here today. Do you guys think... Is it a hot is it too much of a hot take to say when Scherzer had that suspension he came back and then had like three innings, gave up like over five earned? Did you think that had to do something with that whole issue or what'd you think there?
1: I don't think he's using extra rosin, if that's what you're asking, before the incident. Is that is that what you're yeah, implying?
0: Yeah, like like was that just was that just y'all you know, bad I, start or yeah
1: I, I think it's a coincidence i i don't buy into the whole using extra rosin thing even though he got you know suspended for it whatever i i don't buy into that whole storyline um i didn't really agree with suspension when it happened yeah and I kinda, i'm kind of standing by that i don't i don't yeah i know to answer your question no i think it was a coincidence
2: yeah i'm with you kyle i don't think that it had anything to do with that either i mean these guys are you know the he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. So he doesn't need to use anything to be good or vice versa. If he doesn't use anything, he's not going to be bad. I think it was just coincidental.
0: Well, he's, he was a trade target in our fantasy league. Christian. He was big, big time, big time. I almost did a, um, you would have been really, really disappointed in me, but I was about to do a Jace Jung and Scherzer deal. And send him Wheeler and Riley. Mm-hmm. The only fact is, is that Jace Jung, if we're going to get into on the AL side, he's a dog. And the Texas Rangers are dogs. And they do not have DeGrom at this point. Once they get DeGrom back, it's going to go crazy because we're going to roll right into the uh, AL West here. So Texas right now, three games up on the Angels. Shout out the Angels.
1: Oh, yeah, they were one of my teams that was gonna bring up very quietly. They're over five hundred. Quiet team,
0: man. Mm-hmm. Like uh, yeah. six and four over their last ten. But Otani is just—I mean, he is just remarkable this year. He's got like under a two-five. Uh, I think he's no, no, no. He's no. He would have a higher ERA now. I'd have to check. I think he's four and one now. Outstanding start to the year. Houston is kind of just hanging around at this point. Um, obviously losing that top ace in Verlander, Christian Javier had had a great night tonight. Um, or a great, great start here today, but hasn't been what they expected, probably what they needed on him. Valdez is starting to come around. Seattle's kind of losing a little bit of their luster. Uh Jerry Klenick has not been my uh favorite fantasy pickup here in the last couple of games, but that may turn around. And the uh Oakland Oakland A's are three and seven. Brent Rooker. Brent Rooker, is he a rookie? Christian, Kyle, do you guys know? I'm pretty um, sure he is. He might be. Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure he is.
0: Borderline AL Rookie of the Year at this point. Unbelievable start to the year. Uh, he'll be traded in probably, what, three to four years? Yeah, just about. But he sure. will be a Vegas A. Could be different.
1: Yeah, I say it's Las Vegas A. It's not the Oakland A's anymore.
0: I know. Sad. I mean, but... T- going back to what Kyle said with the, with the angels, man, you know, I I'm kind of looking at that squad. I it's like, the angels are so weird to me because they had that really different off season, right? They went after Brent Anderson, um, Hunter Renfro, Gio Ursh- uh, Urshela, you know, and then they lose Logan Ohop, Ohoppy, excuse me. So you lose your absolute stud rookie catcher who I, my personal opinion, I thought was going to be rookie of the year, but uh, after I saw him play, it just seems like that team is just coming around. I mean, you fellas been keeping up with them at all?
2: Yeah, I yeah, have a little bit. Um, sorry, Kyle. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Have, you know, just because of fantasy, I've got a handful of them on the squad, and Brandon Drury, another one who's been going off. Taylor Ward, who I don't have, but. Uh, he's having, I mean, another good year, you know, I thought maybe last year he kind of came on the scene and thought maybe it was going to be a fluke, but he's playing really, really well right now. And they are really piecing together a bunch of quality wins over teams in their division.
1: Yeah, I saw, so I follow the Barcelona baseball guys. I don't know if you guys do too on Twitter and stuff. Yep. They I was listening to a video the other day. I think it was maybe Carl talking and he was talking about how the Angels, you know, they've showed out so far, but they're the team that like needs to prove it to baseball fans that they can do it. Because, you know, you have Trout who's been good for a really long time and put put up MVP numbers every year. Otani's been really good the past couple of years and they haven't gotten anywhere yet, right? So they need to kind of prove it to baseball to show that they can kind of stick and actually make the playoffs and and you know. Uh, outstanding outstand a full 162. I, stay I, have
0: a, I have a weird theory about them. So if you look at the Angels right now, right, they are not gonna they're not gonna re-sign Otani. I mean, let's just be honest. He, he's not they're not gonna fill him a, a $550, dollars million contract. I just don't see that. I, I don't know. They the Rendon contract has really screwed them over. A guy right now that's in their system, Joe Adele, I believe. It was a couple days ago, so it may be different right now, but Joe Adele was leading the miners in, in Homers, right? And for the longest time, he just has not worked out um from the MLB standpoint. So if you if if you are the Angels, do you just sell the hell out at the deadline and get whatever you can and make it just an extraordinary season because you know you won't be getting Otani back? Like, do you just, like, fought, like get, get rid of Adele. You have Ohapi for the future, so you don't have to worry about him as much. He's going to be fine. Like, you'll have your catcher. You'll have your center fielder. You have those cornerstones. Um, Pitching-wise, they'll need to continually develop. I I listened to the, some guys that do, like, Lockdown Angels or whatever a while back, and they said, like, our pitching development isn't hasn't been there, but, you know, we can buy those guys in the future. But I don't know, boys. Like, do you just sell out? I mean, do you just say, let's let's just get whatever we can, make it one special year, and then, like, then I'll, obviously Otani's not going to be back, but I was interested to see your thoughts there, fellas.
1: I think it will be a better question in, like, two months, right? Because they're, like, fringe playoff right now. I think in June and July you have a better idea of where you're at in the race. Um, so, I mean, they've been playing a while, so if they can keep it up, then, yeah, why not, i say.
2: Christian? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really know that they have – a lot of pieces that they could move to get stuff back for that would really make it good for this year. You know, I don't think that they're necessarily a a team like San Diego last year who kind of went all out at the deadline to make a push because they had a a really solid chance. I think Anaheim has been playing well and they were one of the teams I picked as a wildcard team. But I don't know that they have the 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 pieces in place right now to start making moves like that.
0: Yeah, because I the only two guys that my personal opinion uh, that are well, I mean just in general Zach Nito, who had his first home run the other day. He's you know he's a talented ball player, uh, and of course Logan Ohapi. But you don't you just don't want to you know ruin that. Um, you have good old Ben Joyce 105 out of the, out of the bullpen. Come on. I don't know, man. I'm just thinking boys. I'm just thinking, let's roll over to the central. Let's not talk the white Sox. We already talked about them. Um, they're going to turn it around here coming from a cub fan. Kyle, it's all love Minnesota twins. Sonny gray is a dog. Joe Ryan is a dog. Carlos Correa, I texted our group message today, Christian, saying Correa is on the block. Everybody is questioning me why. Well, he's batting 185 and uh, having a terrible year so far. In your opinion, the Detroit Tigers right now are two and a half games back. Do you at all see them making a climb here, fellas? Or are we just seeing sort of kind of like what the Pirates had a few weeks back?
1: I think they're intriguing. I do not Do they have it long term for the for the season I don't I don't know but they've been fun to watch I watched a couple other games I mean they got a young exciting team with some exciting pieces in place so definitely they can um they're intriguing but we'll see I guess yeah
2: yeah <clears throat> I don't think so um I'm, I think they're gonna come back to earth here in a couple of weeks I think like Kyle said they've got a lot of young guys that are intriguing for them, but I think they're still about two years away from really making a push in that division at all.
0: Thought it would be fun to ask. I don't know. Kansas City Royals aren't coming back. That's for damn sure. That is such a disappointing organization. Um, let's go over to the NL uh, East boys. Let's finish out – or AL excuse me. Uh, finish out the episode. Uh, the no notes episode. This might be a new trend. I kind of like it. I'm kind of digging it. Boys are kind of popping out facts. Couple Instagram posts they saw from MLB a couple weeks ago that they're starting to, you know, rail out there. Yuri Perez is about to shove on Friday. Christian picked him up in both leagues. Might be the steal of the year. Nice. Thank you. Um, Tampa Bay continues to be Unbelievable. Right, twenty-nine and nine on the year. Uh, six and four in their last ten, but still absolutely tearing it up. Wander Franco with a little spin and a throw. Um, all the oldies were a little bit pissed about that. Um, in my personal opinion, when you have an athlete of that you know, that stature who is able to do those types of things, I think at the end of the day, these guys when you tell them they're not allowed to do those things they're going to say well yes i can and i'm going to continue to do those things so i don't see wonder franco stopping that uh the orioles though uh 24 and 13 four and a half back six and four in their last 10 but definitely a team that in my personal opinion i'd love to see in the playoffs unfortunately we didn't get them in the playoffs last year would love to see that change but boston boston has been unbelievable eight and two in their last 10 have come alive um I don't know really where. I think it's mainly I, I would. I, well, I know where it's their offense. But um, have you boys checked out the the good old Red Sox here over the last couple of weeks? Unbelievable.
1: Got some highlights. I haven't seen any games, but yeah, they've been uh, they've been on a tear here. I do think it's one of those teams that kind of comes back down to earth. I don't think they have the talent to stick with teams that are going to make the playoffs, but yeah. they've been exciting for sure. Um, that lineup has been balling. Yeah, Yoshida has been balling. He's been Yoshida's really unbelievable. Do you guys
0: see him Christian, do you see Yoshida having what most, you know, players that come from overseas deal with in that first really major uh or their first major league season where teams start to adapt to him or have you been able to watch sort of his highlights and disagree with that point?
2: Um I think he's I think he kind of flip flopped this year actually I think he struggled you know for the first like three and a half weeks I mean he was barely hitting 200 and has really turned it on now and so I think maybe teams might have thought that they had found his weakness and hit that early on but he's made whatever adjustments that he's made and is now playing the way that people thought he was going to play
0: absolutely now al east right now this is incredible uh the orioles red sox toronto and new york uh and the yankees are top four right now for wild card uh so that would be incredible to see that happen i think that would probably be the first time ever that one individual division especially with the new rules with the new uh third team added in so that's something to watch out for but boys as we know, the season is incredible. Uh, is an incredible grind for all these teams and all these players, uh, especially as fans. And uh, at the end of the day, it's tough to stay up to date on everything. But I do love catching up with you guys and talking shop, and uh, you know, going with a little no notes episode for the fellas. It's pretty unbelievable. I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm really digging it. I just need a logo or something to put over like little banner thing on the Zoom call, but I don't. I don't really know how to do that. I don't...
1: Yeah, no notes. It was fun.
0: No notes. Is that is that our thing now? No notes.
2: It's We're not hashtag on it. All the little time. No notes.
0: Hey, let's go a little no notes. Christian, update on the NHL playoffs. Where are we at right now? What are the scores right now,
2: buddy? Uh, well, right now Vegas is playing Edmonton in Edmonton, game 4. It's 3-nothing Edmonton right now at the first intermission. Um the Leafs and yeah, I don't, let me check real quick. I didn't see who the won. Leafs.
0: I, you don't have to Leafs.
2: Yeah. We have two a- to one.
1: There you go. I don't think it makes serious. I, I want to see the Leafs make the, make it far. I know. I, I would think. love to see. I would love to see. Oh
0: man. Cause the Leafs and the Oilers are, are, are not in the same.
1: No, I, mean, I
0: know what kind of
1: Oilers in the West. Oilers are in the West is in the
0: East. Shout out to Ty. NBA playoffs. Warriors right now, 54-50 to 50 over the Lakers. And the Knicks, 112, 103, 3-2 series now. Back to Miami. Unbelievable. God, I love this time of the year, boys. I really, really do. This is a it's good fun. time of the year, man. Sports are humming. It's and shout out to the
1: Blackhawks for winning that lottery, huh? Shout
0: out to the Blackhawks. The NHL is not rigged. Oh, look at that.
2: Huh? It is, baby. Oh, oh, yeah. Kata Badad. I've been rocking that the Blackhawks hat the last couple days for Bedard. Not, could you imagine if kind of a went to Boston? Yeah, that would have been pretty Badad. unbelievable.
0: But the NHL isn't rigged. Let's just say, you know, mind you, Chicago is one of the largest markets in the world, and they wouldn't want a superstar in that market versus Anaheim or Columbus, Ohio. But the NHL isn't rigged, right, Christian?
2: That's right. No, not rigged at all. But I know I don't know how it fell that way because the whole year, everybody thought it was gonna be the Coyotes, and then now all of a sudden, Chicago out of nowhere. Gets, that would have been
0: sick so. out here, especially. That would have been unbelievable. I I, I swear to God, boys, it's all Suns out here. Uh, the Diamondbacks are really truly something special here, which I think they will be over the next couple of years. It's all Suns out here. Rally the valley, baby. <laughs> Valley. <laughs> no,
2: Denver Nuggets, water. though, man.
0: About to take over. About to take over. It's over with. Well, fellas, this is good catching up with you guys. I love doing this stuff. A little no-no it's episode. No I'm no. Having yeah, time saying that. I absolutely love it. So how about we let you guys go? Get back to your normal lives. Kyle, congratulations on your unbelievable softball coaching career. Christian, the guy went eight and one on the year. Stats don't lie. Wow. Coaching is special, special brand being built over there in what town is it, Kyle?
1: Over here in uh, Westchester.
0: Westchester. <laughs> Westchester with well, Kyle Mays taking over the Boston Bruins. This guy's unbelievable.
2: But, <laughs> oh, Kyle, That's big time. I
0: mean, big sixth, time, yeah. seventh, and eighth graders. I mean, how do you rally the troops together? You put Kyle May in charge. On that note, fellas, thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. Hopefully, you enjoyed this joke of an episode, the no-notes episode. And we'll see you on episode 27.